0: On this uh, Christmas morning, I first want to thank everybody that uh, tuned in as well as those that have uh, braved through the snow. You walked out the door planning to just jump in the car and you realized you had some scraping to do. So uh, I'm celebrating each of you that that are present and I'm celebrating our worship team as well. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for this morning, this day. We get to rejoice in you. You are beautiful, Lord. And today is a a day that helps us mark new life that we were on a a road to experience, Lord. You came that we might have life. And so, Lord, let us experience a taste of that this morning. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so I have a few comparisons that I'm going to need your help with, all right? All right. Kids, are y'all ready? All right, all right. The adults, I'm going to need y'all in a second. But for right now, my kids, if you had to choose between Winnie the Pooh and the penguins, which one you choosing? Penguins. 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 Okay, okay. I know, I know. Winnie the Pooh got four homies that kick it together. The penguins rolling a pack of four. Y'all picking penguins. Okay, okay. How about this one? How about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Versus the Fantastic Four. Teen, teenage, some, one of the kids say, Who is the Fantastic Four? I know, sorry, all right, all right, all right, I'm gonna step it up and come come around the corner to some of my older children, huh? If you gotta pick between uh, the great group of four, U2, and the great group of four, Coldplay, who, who you choosing? Who you choosing? U2? You you oh, Bono and Gotcha, okay, okay. And lastly, and lastly, if you had to choose between "Let It Snow" boys to men, and and the Four Tops, now the Four Tops was cold. Four Tops, who you who you going with? The Four Boys to Men, Boys to men, men. Come on, Edie, represent the Four Tops for me. All right, Four Tops. All right. <laughs> Come on, Pastor Chris. Hey, a lot, a, a, a lot of cool comparisons, but there was one theme in there that each of those groups were a group of four. They each were a group of four, and a group of four, you find like the whole team making one unit, but actually each person kind of having a little bit different flavor that they bring to the group. Today, we're going to understand the beauty of Jesus' birth and the beauty of, of God coming to dwell with us and it will be described in four different ways but helping you just understand the fullness of one beautiful God. So will you turn with me to Matthew chapter 1 and in Matthew chapter 1 we are going to look at verses 18 through 24. And our family at home we we are thankful that you are chimed in with us and uh We heard you yelling boys to men, too. We heard you. Matthew chapter 1. We're going to see a beautiful expression of God's love for us in these pages, and then he's going to give us some stuff to help us be able to understand God a little bit clearer. Matthew chapter 1, starting at verse 18 says this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph but before they came together she was found to be pregnant through the holy spirit because Joseph her husband was faithful to the law and yet excuse me and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace he had in mind to divorce her quietly All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. In verse 23, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, God with us. God with us. If I was to ask you the question, how would you describe God with us. What would you say? What are some of the things that you might respond with? If you get that question and someone says, wait a minute, wait a minute, this, this term Emmanuel means God with us, then, then what does that mean for us practically? Why should that even matter in my life? Well, Matthew is telling us it matters because Matthew has been waiting. People of God have been waiting. They've been waiting to give you the answer. The answer is found in a a prophet that's been said it long time ago. So in order to hear Matthew say, I've got the answer for you, Matthew also backs you up to say, but wait, 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 before you can get the answer, you've got to know that there's somebody that's been shouting these terms to wake you up. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 7 excuse me, Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 7 is where we first get the word Emmanuel, God with us. God. God with us. This creator of all things. God, this one who knows all of us. God, the one who knows the number of blades of grass there are, the number of hairs on your head. God that knows the number of leaves on trees. God. This God that is all-knowing through all time, has no beginning and no end. This God came and dwelled with us. came with you, came with me. I, I always uh, I always feel like some kind of way, depending on the outfit that I wear. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 if I'm if I'm just throwing on some a sweatsuit real quick and I see people and I'm like, "Hey, what's up, man?" Oh, I'm I'm hugging people. I'm gripping them up. It's all good. But if we go into a concert and I put on the the white shirt with the white pants and the white shoes, you hug like this a little bit. Right. Cuz you don't you don't want to mess up the the white threads. You you don't want to get your clothes dirty from just the brushing up against people. And, and that, that kind of symbolizes the holiness of God. That God is so pure, so holy, that, that even the fragrance of sin near him has to be punished. But yet, God and his holy character came down and started dwelling amongst us. Dirty. Filthy. People. People. Whom he loved. This God is the God who came and dwelled with us. And so Matthew is saying, hold up now. We've been talking about him for a while. And I want to give you four ways that that Isaiah has been talking about this God with us. Look with me in chapter 9, verse Six. It's going to be familiar to you because we talked about it a little bit during our first week of Advent. Isaiah 9 verse 6 says, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. So, if you ever want to know how do I describe how do I describe God with us? How do I describe this Emmanuel, this this God who's coming to dwell with us? You can describe Him in four quick ways: Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Wonderful Counselor. Say Wonderful Counselor with me. This is the 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 not like like. Oh, wow, I like that you're, he's mysterious. No, this is like an, an awe, an a, a incomprehensible understanding that, that it's beyond our imagination the grandeur of our God. That he is so amazing that our minds can't fully fathom and be wrapped around him. And so we are in a state of wonder. But he's our, our counselor one of wisdom, of, of great understanding. And so you get this awesome character with wisdom beyond the ages, and now we have God with us, our wonderful counselor. Next, we have mighty God. Let me hear you say mighty God. Mighty God. That was a term designated For God and God alone, mighty God was not a term that you just threw away and and introduced to people. Hey, what's up, mighty God? How you doing? No, it was was a term set aside for the deity that was above all other gods. And so this is a declaration that this just isn't someone who's in the storyline like every other God that's spoken of. It's like, no, we were to be awakened and our eyes woken up to say, whoa, wait, this God is different. This God is all powerful. This God is mighty. Mighty. So we have mighty God, wonderful counselor, eternal father. There's very, very few things that, that you can say have no beginning, no end you you try to to have rappers talk about it you try to have energizers or bunnies try all these different characteristics try to claim eternity but there is but one mighty god that has been able to be the one who holds all things together and allows us to have our being be in him forevermore and so this god is eternal But he uses Jesus to be uh, our father so that we understand the protecting nature of God. That Jesus is going to see us through to the end. And so we understand this Christ who came into the world, this God with us, is going to protect you and care for you until the end. See, if you ever have to wrestle with the question or ever want to know, how would I share who this God with us is? How do I understand the beauty of this Emmanuel? You simply wrap your mind around Him being your wonderful Counselor, Him being your Mighty God, Him being your Eternal Father, and then lastly, Him being your Prince of Peace. Let me hear you say, Prince of Peace, Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. My my children love having uh, baths. Each of them at different stages loved having having baths, and uh, we would come in, and, and the bath would be like one of those serene moments, you know, when, when like the bubbles are on their head, and they're just looking so cute in the bathtub, you know what I mean, like, like baths can be just a, a real cool place of peace where you, you're switching from the day, you're calming and getting ready for bed, it's just <laughs> like so cute. And then a kid will sometimes think that the bathtub is a swimming pool. Now they kicking and splash and may have grabbed a sibling. Come on, jump in here before you know it you got water. Everything is crazy in the bathroom and it's not until dad says stop. Calm. Get, get, get all right you know what we're supposed to be doing, and they they readjust, they resubmit, they realign with the will of their Father, with, with the intended purpose. You see, some of us have been kind of understanding what God had created, but we chose to bathe in sin, and even though we were having our own fun, doing our own thing, we was causing a ruckus. And so Jesus comes in and says, hold on, I'm going to give you an opportunity, though. I'm going to give you an opportunity to be cleansed, but I need you to submit to my way. Simply submit and just repent and believe. See, this Prince of Peace is coming to offer salvation to us. And that's the fourth thing that separates him from anything else, which makes him God with us. We are now saved through Jesus, that's what Isaiah is speaking about. He's saying, hey, there's going to be one that comes that's different. He's going to be a mighty counselor, a, a, excuse me, a mighty God, a wonderful counselor, eternal father, and your prince of peace, allowing you to be saved. And so when this babe is born and he's giving that name, it sets off all the alarms. And it just set off alarms in you. There was the uh, the 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 great four that's gone down in American history. Uh, you you look at them and you see their faces up on up on the mountains, right? Mount Mount Rushmore. You got uh, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, Abraham Lincoln. We know these men were not perfect. We know these men uh, had faults and issues, and yet these men's faces are enshrined upon a mountain. Why? Because during some of the most difficult times in our hi- country's history, these men led. They helped us get through some, some tough times. You think of George Washington helping establish our country, Help. Uh, established democracy. You think of Thomas Jefferson, Declaration of Independence, uh, Roosevelt connecting the east to the west so that the Panama Canal could be created. Like There's all these, but, but during some tough times in our country when we had great need, these men stepped up and led. The reason why these four components matter greatly as we talk about Emmanuel, God, with us is because we all have great needs. And my question for you today is, which need does Jesus meet for you during this season? There's some seasons where I go through so much that I need to be reminded of an eternal father, that there's more to life than just what I'm going through right now. I need to be able to have long-term perspective. But when I was in college and I was kicking it and I was doing my thing, that was a season where I needed the Prince of Peace. I I needed a savior to help save me from myself. So my question to you today is, as you think of this God with us, it's not just a birth story. It is a continuing story that you find yourself in. And which element of God resonates with your need the greatest today? Is it a wonderful counselor? One so wise that he can find a way to work out a situation that you think can't be worked out? Is it a mighty God where the depth of the situation or the thing that you think is present seems so messed up that his power can't overcome it? Is it a prince of peace where you recognize you've drifted a little bit over time, from the holiness God expects and wants from you and the righteous character that he's placed in you. And he's saying, I'm trying to save you even from yourself. See, God is with us. And whatever you are going through, God is with you. He comes to us in unexpected ways. Like we see in Matthew, he comes to us in the form of a babe but fulfilling every prophecy that Isaiah had. I pray this Christmas, family, that you would experience the joy of the Lord. Joy unspeakable. But joy not just because of what Christ is going to do. Joy not just because of the food you're going to go eat. Joy not just because of the cool gifts you're going to get. But joy because you recognize that God is with us. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for being our wonderful counselor, our mighty God, our Prince of Peace. Our eternal Father, would you, Lord, allow us to open up our hearts to recognize that the world was in darkness and now we have all of the lights up in the sanctuary to to model that the light of the world has come. But let it not just be something we just go through the motions of as Christians, but let it be something that actually is rooted in our hearts. Because we need you. And in this season, there's an aspect of your beautiful character that we can cling to and draw to. Help us, Lord. Guide us and lead us as we celebrate you today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Church family, we have um, before you an opportunity, an opportunity for you to know the Prince of Peace. Peace is something that uh, is is easily talked about. Hey, throw up the peace sign, but it's, it's tough to experience. Because peace means wholeness. It means putting things back in proper balance. And if you do not love Jesus or see him as your Lord and Savior, then even if you are smiling and having a good day, you are out of balance. You see, Christ wants to see you experience the beauty of why he created you, which is to worship him. And so today we offer you the opportunity to worship Jesus. How do I do that, Pastor? You do it by simply confessing that Jesus is Lord and then saying that you want to live for Christ. So if you would like to do that, simply pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I love you. I believe you are God. I invite you to be Lord of my life. Forgive me for the sin that I have committed. And thank you for dying to free me from that sin. Now let me live for you, empowered by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer, if you believe that prayer, if that prayer was flowing from your heart, even if you were stuttering at home, praise ye the Lord. And we are excited to celebrate you accepting Jesus. I'm I'm sure that someday... There's going to be a person uh, even in our body, and this has happened to me, where I've talked to someone about, uh, about Jesus, and I stuttered through it. I struggled through it. I didn't know what I was, and then later that person has said, man, like, I accepted the Lord. Church family, I'm excited to see people, those that are at home and some that are here, uh, see people accept Christ and know Christ, and if that's you, Please, in the chat, fill out your info because we want to connect with you and we want to walk with you as a church.